you know, it, it's, it's amazing to me. The media will do anything. They will run over their own mother with a Mack truck if it means discrediting, diminishing one Bernard Sanders. Bernie Sanders, who raised $18 million in the first quarter, excuse me, the second quarter. So first quarter was January, February, March, second quarter, April, May, June. He raised $18 million in the first quarter, uh, first quarter and second quarter. He also has got received two million, two million donations total. So that's two million donations. That is a huge, huge, unprecedented feat of grassroots support for six months of a campaign. And he hasn't even been in the campaign for six months. He launched his campaign at the end of February, really the beginning of March. So he's gotten two million donations since launching his campaign at the end of February. So that's March, April, May, June, basically. Four months, two million donations. Yet you keep seeing, you keep seeing these news stories. Oh, Pete Buttigieg beat Bernie. Biden beat Bernie. And now Elizabeth Warren, who, in fairness... Good news for Elizabeth Warren today. Can't, I can't, there's no, there's no sugarcoating it. She's did very well. So Warren uh, raised $19 million in second quarter donations, uh, about a little over a million more than Bernie. That shows huge grassroots, that shows grassroots support. She didn't take any Wall Street money. I mean, I'll look into the FEC filings. The candidates have uh, till uh, July 15th, so next week to submit to the Federal Election Commission's all their information, and then sites like Open Secrets will go through and see who's donating to which campaigns. Are they telling the truth that they're not taking any money from lobbyists, Wall Street, this and that? So at the moment, this is what Elizabeth Warren says, we'll see, because I, Jen, and the rest of us will go through those uh, FEC documents so you don't have to. But, so Elizabeth Warren raises 19 million. That's pretty good. way more than her first quarter. Uh, this story, she apparently her average donation was $28. Bernie's was 18. So her average donation is about $10 higher. $28 is still small dollar donations. Uh, Bernie's average, I believe in 2016 was $27. Uh, Warren's campaign says that she received the 19 million from 384,000 donors um, in the second quarter more than 80% of whom gave money for the first time. Well, we have to give Warren credit. I know a lot of you aren't big fans. She ain't my first choice. Um, but at the same time, what? how does somebody like Elizabeth Warren get 80% of her donors from first time, 80% of the donations from first time donors? Well, it starts with the corporate media shifting to her. Elizabeth Warren, other than Kamala Harris getting God knows how much free airtime she has gotten since that debate. I mean, it's it's on par with the amount of free airtime Trump has been given by CNN, MSNBC over the years, particularly during the 2016 campaign. But Elizabeth Warren started getting all this coverage. Politico, if you remember, I reported on this last week. Politico had a story, the, the establishment is now willing to compromise on Elizabeth Warren because she says things that they like, like, I'm a capitalist, I'm not a socialist. She, she um, basically, without saying it, basically signals, I will work within the system. I don't think the entire system needs to change. So they like that. They like that. 
what's what's crazy about this, Elizabeth Warren, Elizabeth Warren, she did well, but yeah, eighty percent of the new money is because there's so many more people being exposed to her. Because CNN, uh, MSNBC, the New York Times, the Washington Post have all been giving her endless media attention, and they keep giving her this like perch that I don't mean to be a jerk, isn't completely deserved. They say, oh, she's got a plan for everything. Well, uh, let me let me be clear. A lot of you don't like when I say this. If, I'm not telling you who to vote for, but if, for me personally, if it was Warren versus Trump, I wouldn't think twice. I would vote for Warren. I don't think she's Hillary Clinton. I think she's way better than Kamala Harris, Joe Biden. I think people are being extreme to, to say she's the same. She's not. You vote for whoever you want. I'm not telling you who to vote for if she's the nominee. I don't think she's going to be the nominee, but that's how I personally feel. With that said, a lot of her plans are borrowed plans from Bernie Sanders and other people. Her, her idea of a wealth tax, good plan. Bernie's been proposing that for decades. Um, she, the wealth tax, Bernie's plan for many decades, he's been pushing it. But because Elizabeth Warren does it, revolutionary, visionary, her, her climate change plan, pretty much the same as Bernie Sanders, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. One plan, uh, is she better than Obama, Jordan? I highly doubt it. Uh, that's hard to say. I don't trust, uh, you know, I trusted Obama going in and obviously he disappointed me. I have reason to doubt whether Elizabeth Warren would follow through on a lot of these things. I think her plan on breaking up Amazon, um, Amazon and Facebook, and these are very good. I think Bernie could be more progressive on that. I think she has a good child care plan, but Bernie Sanders has a good child care plan. They make it seem like Bernie Sanders doesn't have plans. Like he's just, um, you know, he's just all talk and, oh, he wants revolution, but there's nothing underneath it. Bernie Sanders, even before he announced his presidential campaign this time around, has been been putting out many specific plans. I've read them. Go to his campaign site. He's put out many specific plans. He's about to put out tomorrow... This is called leadership uh, with Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. They're going to put up a resolution calling climate, the climate crisis an existential threat and calling to declare it a national emergency, which uh, it absolutely must be. Obviously, Trump and turkey neck Mitch McConnell aren't going to do a damn thing, but you still have to lead. I mean, do you see the flooding going on all across America? Unprecedented flooding. If you live in Washington, D.C., they have unprecedented flooding just from rain. Uh, you're looking at the Everglades in Florida burning. It's not just California burning. It's the Everglades burning. You look at uh, the earthquakes happening in uh, Los Angeles. Two, earthquake, two earthquakes in 48 hours. Mega earthquakes. They haven't seen this level of earthquakes, earth, earthquakes, earthquakes in years. Hey, guess what? I, I, I'm not an expert, so I'm not going to pretend to play one on the Internet. But if you do the research... A big part of these earthquakes happening is because of geothermal fracking. What's amazing to me, and I just got this, com um, this confirmed by Bernie's campaign, he has, he has received two million, two million donations in four months. That's unprecedented. Yet when you read the news stories, let's, let me just Google, uh, of course, Politico. Elizabeth Warren put Sanders on notice with 19 million in fundraising hall. Uh, let's not get crazy. Listen, she deserves credit. She raised 19 million dollars, one million more than Bernie Sanders. 
I think for Bernie Sanders, I mean, obviously they're not putting it in here. Warren's numbers were a little bit more impressive, 80% of her donors being first-time uh, donors. Sanders held exactly zero big-dollar fundraisers and rejected money from Wall Street executives in the fossil fuel industry. 99.3% of donations were $100 or less. He also, I think, 40, yes, 46% of his donations were from first-time donors. So it's not like Bernie Sanders isn't getting new people to the rodeo either. On paper, yeah, she raised 18, uh, $1 million more than him. But her average donation was $10 higher, not major, but higher nonetheless. But more importantly, Bernie Sanders is receiving more donations, just a lower dollar amount. So you're, you're basically splitting an apple here or splitting the orange. Yeah, Warren deserves credit. She's gotten a lot of media attention, which is helpful, but she's made the most of it. But Bernie Sanders, the, the, the media, the corporate media, because they're corporate, they look at uh, presidential campaigns basically as like stocks and they're basically day traders. Who's up? Who's down? Who's up? Who's down? But that's not how the American people look at things. It is when you're comparing Pete Buttigieg, who had 50 fundraisers with Wall Street donors, the financial industry, and was ha receiving many max donations. When you do a headline, Pete Buttigieg outraises Bernie Sanders. Well, yeah. But he's outraising him 24 million to 18 million, where most of his money is max donations coming from the Walt, the financial industry. So of course he's going to raise more money, but he's raising it from far less individuals. So one, Bernie is grassroots, and one, Pete Buttigieg is not grassroots. The media, this is called manufacturing consent, and it's also called man, um, uh, basically deceiving people. Because Tracy says, how many donations, not how much? Right. Bernie Sanders, in the last three months, received one million donations. I haven't gotten from his campaign how many individuals donated. So, I mean, you could donate more than once as long as it's, you're not donating more than the maximum amount of $2,800. I'm trying to find out from his campaign how many individual donors did you have. But I can promise you three people did not donate a million dollars. Uh, excuse me. Three people did not donate over um, a million donations. So that's one million cumulative donations. We'll see how many of the donors are. My guess is it would probably be like 750,000, 800,000 individual donors, donors, so individual people donating a total of one million. Uh, I keep saying one million. One million in donations. That's a hell of a lot of money. And that's more. Bernie Sanders raised more, more actual donations than Elizabeth Warren. And by the way, this is a sneaky thing, but Elizabeth Warren's campaign, they, they put out how many, how many individual donors they had. They did not put out how many individual donations they got. So, for example, 384,000 donors, but they didn't say how many actual donations were made. So 384,000 donors could have donated, there could have been, I don't know, 600,000 donations from 384,000 donors. I don't know. I'm just making that up. But the bottom line is, I want to know how many actual donations came in. Donations is the most important thing. Second most important from how many people. But donations show you cumul cumulative support, total support. 
So I don't have those numbers because the media hasn't been reporting them. And, the camp, you know, Bernie's campaign, to my knowledge, did not put out there how many individual donators uh, donated to reach that one million total donations. Warren's campaign is, is putting out the individual donor number, but not the, the number of donations. And campaigns put out, they're selective with numbers because they want to highlight certain numbers. And if other numbers weren't so great, they, wanna, they don't want to highlight that. But the bottom line is, this isn't even about Warren versus Bernie. This is about uh, uh, basically the media lying because the media is basically trying to prop up Pete Buttigieg, that empty vessel. Yeah, great. He's gay. That's wonderful. But I don't care if he's gay. He's not for Medicare for all. He's not for free public college. He's an empty vessel. He's meeting with Wall Street donor after Wall Street donor. To me, he's, a, he's, a, he's basically Obama. A lot, of, a lot of fluffy hot air. He speaks well, but there's nothing there. Kamala Harris, I did a long deep dive. If you missed it yesterday, there's nothing there either other than corruption, branding. Bottom line, when you see these media headlines, when you see these media headlines, oh, Bernie's fading, Warren surging past Bernie, Pete, Pete Buttigieg, uh, you know, in the lead. There's important context that the corporate media deliberately leaves out. Thank you, Michael, for the swear jar. Bernie is raising more total money. So they, uh, Warren might have raised a million dollars more. Bernie is receiving more cumulative donations. One thing that I see missing in many of these stories, Bernie Sanders has $30 million on hand. That's what they use for on hand. Basically $30 million to spend. Warren's campaign, I believe, has 19.4. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Warren has 19.7 million in cash on hand. Bernie's got 30 million dollars on hand. So, what's better for the long term? Long term success: 20 million, 30 million. I mean, we're talking monopoly money. We're talking uh, monopoly money at this point. I mean, this is all insane. This this kind of money should not be in politics. But that's a different story for a different day. I just want to stress when people tell you. That Bernie is fading. No, Bernie, Bernie Sanders has raised two million, in, two million donations in four months. That is insanely, it's an insane achievement. That's called grassroots. Yes, Warren uh, did well in the second quarter, but let's see what she does in the third quarter. Let's, the, let's, let's see what she does when she's on the same debate stage with Bernie Sanders. Let's see when her actual record, not just the plan she's putting out, but her record is challenged. I don't know if it's going to be challenged by CNN or MSNBC, but if she rises in the polls, her record will be challenged. And it's not all great. She's, she voted for that $715 billion defense budget. I don't think she's been that strong on climate change until she ran for president. I, I mean, as far as I could tell, she's down with the military industrial complex. As far as I could tell, she is willing to make deals with corporate Democratic establishment. And if she became president, I don't think she's going to fight as hard as Bernie Sanders because she has a history of showing up when she wants to or when it's politically expedient for her to be capital P progressive. We need the real thing. We need to know who we are uh, electing to be the general, uh, the general election nominee and hopefully president is actually going to fight from day one, not start as president compromising half, half the field to the Democratic Party establishment and Mitch McConnell. We do not need that. We do not need that. So there's a big Democratic Party. He's donated to the Republican Party too. Uh, donor 
named Jeffrey Epstein. He used to work at Bear Stearns, the big investment bank that went out. Uh, he's a big Democratic Party financier, and he's also allegedly, but I think there's a lot of evidence uh, that he has presided over an underage child sex trafficking ring. Both him, uh, basically uh, being a predator himself on underage children, and also um, um, facilitating it for other uh, wealthy people. Now, the, the indictment that has been released today, which Jen is about to report on for you, the indictment that has been released on does not name co-conspirators, so we do not know who uh, were his clients that he was helping to facilitate meetings at hotels and other places with these underage girls. It goes without saying, this is capital H horrific. This is capital D disgusting. I mean, it's 100% he should be in jail for the rest of his life. And so should the people who uh, conspired with him to prey on innocent, innocent women, underage women. I mean, uh, under, underage children, it, to, to child uh, sex trafficking is bad in the first place, but children is, I can't even comprehend. There's no words to put how disgusting of a human being this is. Again, I put allegedly because we're journalists and he should have his day in court, but the evidence is the evidence. What's very compelling about this, he's got a relationship with President Trump, also got a relationship with former President Bill Clinton, who, as Jen is about to report, corporate media kind of hid, kind of minimized his relationship with Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein's relationship with um, Bill Clinton. Let's take a look at Jen's report here. Just know that he is a dangerous, terrible child sex predator, child rapist who is part of the the one percent and has and a lot of people are in his orbit and have done just as terrible things as he has to these young girls who are now women who are coming forward and telling their stories and who have been trying to come forward and tell their stories for many, many years. And they have not gotten justice partially due to Donald Trump's current labor secretary, Alex Acosta, which we will get into. He uh, was one of the reasons why Jeffrey Epstein was not held to account. You know, he, he went to jail for a sh very short period of time, essentially years and years ago. Uh, and, and that was partially due to Alex Acosta. He was, he's not been held to account right now. Hopefully he's going to get his due. Bill Clinton associated with a man like Jeffrey Epstein, who everyone in New York, certainly within his inner circles, knew was a pedophile, said Conchita Sarnoff of the Washington DC based nonprofit Alliance to Rescue Victims of Trafficking. So that's one thing that I wanna get across too. Maybe you like Bill Clinton, maybe you hate Bill Clinton. I'm not a Bill Clinton fan. I, if he didn't do anything wrong, then fine. But the fact that this was a like a Weinstein situation, everybody knew about it, but no one was talking about it. No one was reporting on it. These the one percent is a very small elite club. You cannot tell me that these people didn't know what Jeffrey Epstein was doing. The fact that Bill Clinton flew on his plane 26 times, the Lolita Express and now we know from, from court documents and records what Jeffrey Epstein was doing, including recruiting young 13, 14, 15-year-old girls, and uh, three times a day having them give massages and, and 
you know, doing sexual acts with them. There's a special place, if you believe in hell, for people like Jeffrey Epstein. And frankly, uh, I think, you know, listen, I, I don't think it's a secret what I think of Bill Clinton or what Jen thinks of Bill Clinton. I think he's did. Uh, arguably, he's, he's in the running there with Reagan as far as passing destructive Republican crap uh, that and neoliberalism uh, that has basically destroyed the country and is in large part how you get somebody like Donald Trump. With that said, we're journalists here, so obviously we don't have any evidence that Bill Clinton did anything wrong. I will say this, even if Bill Clinton didn't do something directly wrong, if you're on a plane 26 times, that's not like several times. That's, you're pretty tight with this big donor, this big rich finance guy. It's, you'd have to be kind of clueless or intentionally looking the other way to not realize that there are, there's something wrong going on here. Because some reports had that there were women on the plane when Bill Clinton was on. I don't know if they were underage women. I don't know. They might have not been underage women. But it wasn't just Clinton, Bill, and, and Epstein on these planes. Uh, obviously, we need to see more evidence. We need to know who are the co-conspirators. Uh, I do not think, whether it's the Southern District of New York or any prosecutors, it's not a small thing if Bill Clinton did something wrong. It's not a small thing to press charges against a, a sitting or former president. So obviously, if you're going to shoot for a former president or shoot for the king, you can't miss. So in fairness, he, Bill Clinton is innocent, as far as we know. Uh, but 26 times is a lot. That's not some t several times. But, you know, look at, look at CNN. Look at MSNBC. Their parent companies are all part of the neoliberal corporate democratic establishment. So they're going to protect their own, and Bill Clinton is one of their own. Uh, an actual journalistic report, Bill Clinton flew his plane a staggering number of times, 26 times. Several would be like four to five, 26, a hell of a lot of times to be on somebody's private plane. And I don't know, call me cynical. I don't know somebody who would have such a, a widespread child sex trafficking ring that there wouldn't be some signs of something wrong if you're traveling with them that many times. So, fairness, we're not reporting anything bad about Bill Clinton. We don't know. Obviously, we will follow this uh, as it develops. We should also mention that President Trump, which Jen will do a report on, President Trump has called Jeffrey Epstein basically a great guy. Uh, and it was interesting because President Trump had a quote a few years ago, uh, Jeffrey Epstein has a love of beautiful women just like me, in his case, particularly younger women. But President Trump apparently took a plane ride with him a few times. So would you put it past Donald Trump to accept child sex workers? Again, we don't know, but would you put it past Donald Trump? Mr. I grab him by the beat. We'll see what happens. Uh, good report by Jen. So Nancy Pelosi, Miss Hold the Center, Nancy Pelosi, Miss, I'm not going to impeach Donald Trump, which I actually think is a good idea, but I'm going to work with him on a conservative border bill that Mitch McConnell wanted. So we'll make a bipartisan compromise. Uh, this Nancy Pelosi, the same Nancy Pelosi who, when Joe Biden was, you know, bragging about, you know, working with racist segregationists, she called that authentic. He's authentic. This Nancy Pelosi. 
of course, she's gone out of her way. And this is why I called Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez, when she became a congresswoman. I like her for the most part, but I think she was being a little naive. She was playing nice with people like Nancy Pelosi, expecting Nancy Pelosi to actually be act in good faith. Nancy Pelosi said she was going to create a select committee for the Green New Deal. Well, that didn't happen. Nancy Pelosi has basically laughed off Medicare for all. Oh, you know, what, how are we going to pay for it? She never asked how we're going to pay for the future war with Iran. We're bombing uh, Yemen and committing genocide there. We're bombing about eight or not, seven or eight other countries as well. Never asked how we're going to pay for that. She doesn't ask how do we pay for the subsidies the Democratic Party gladly gives to Wall Street, fossil fuel companies, big pharma. Never asked how we're going to pay for that. So now Nancy Pelosi, um, now Nancy Pelosi, who, by the way, Shahid Buttar, go check him out. Shahid Buttar, I've interviewed him. He's a community activist and organizer in uh, San Francisco. She's, he is primarying Pelosi. So I did an interview with him. I'm sure we'll catch up with him uh, as the campaign goes on. But Shahid Buttar, I think it's uh, S-H-A-H-I-D and then B-U-T-T-A-R. Go check him out. So what's crazy to me, Nancy Pelosi basically keeps shitting on Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Rashida Tlaib, um, Ayanna Presley, uh, Omar, uh, Congresswoman Ilhan Omar, and they basically take it aside from, you know, a couple tweets here and there. They're not ready to go to war with Pelosi. And I wonder why. She went to war with Joe Crowley and uh, unseated uh, the number three or four Democrat in the country. What are they waiting for? It's time to go to battle boldly and loudly with Nancy Pelosi. If you are Ocasio-Cortez, if you are Ro Khanna, Rashida Tlaib, Ayanna Presley, or Ilhan Omar. This is from Common Dreams. Uh, In the Times interview, which is published online on Saturday, featured Pelosi, a California Democrat, disparaging freshman members of the party for their public refusal to support an immigration bill that delivered billions to President Trump's war on immigrants with no strings attached. Pelosi targeted AOC, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, and Ayanna Presley for their refusal to vote for the bill, despite the fact that the quarter, the quartet were part of 102 Democrats that bucked the party line in the final vote. Pelosi, who's by the way, 79 years old, and I am being ageist in this case, all these people have their public whatever and their Twitter world, Pelosi told Maureen Dowd, but they didn't have any following. They're four people and that's how many votes they got. Ugh, the arrogance and tone deafness and elitism and San Francisco, D.C., New York, cocktail crowd, caviar eating, champagne swigging, elitism of Nancy Pelosi. The reference to whatever set Ocasio-Cortez off. In a Saturday evening tweet, the New York Congresswoman tied her social media following to her work in the House. Let me get this tweet. That public whatever is called public sentiment. And wielding the power to shift it is how we actually achieve meaningful change in this country. So, good on Ocasio-Cortez for at least saying this. At least saying this. But we need more. We need more. Because at the end of the day, it's the same thing as Trump. Trump didn't mean it. Trump was a fake populist, but he took it to the Republican Party on that campaign trail. 
He took it to Paul Ryan by name, took it to Mitch McConnell by name, and the voters loved it. He took it to Hillary Clinton being a puppet of Wall Street. He even called out Wall Street on the campaign trail. Of course, none of it was authentic. He didn't mean a word of it. He doesn't mean a word of anything he says. But people want a fighter. And I think what Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez needs to learn, and I'm not bansplaining, I understand being in Congress is different than being an activist. You're not going to get anywhere trying to play the game with Nancy Pelosi. You're not going to get anywhere, you know, making compromises with Nancy Pelosi. You're not going to get anywhere with, you know, giving Nancy Pelosi the benefit of the doubt. Because if you do, if, if you meet, if you play nice with her now, maybe she'll give you a few crumbs later on. That's where we got, that's how we got into this situation in the first place. That's how we have gotten into this situation in the first place. When I say situation, I give you this. That is since 1980. That red line is all of our money being hoarded and stolen by the bourgeoisie, the oligarchy. That blue line is the rest of us. And that is corporate Democrats and people who might think in their head they're progressives, but I got to work in the system. I got to work in the system. Yes, the limousine liberals. So I got to compromise and I can't call out leadership. Well, if you're not, if Ocasio-Cortez and not just her, Presley, Tlaib, all these, either go to, either go to war or get out. People elected you to battle the Democratic Party establishment because Ocasio-Cortez is right to call out the radical right who go after her breakfast, lunch, noon and night. They are sexist against her. They are misogynistic against her. They are ageist against her. It is disgusting. And Fox News, if you thought they were deranged on Obama, watch Fox News about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. So in fairness, she, Omar, Talib, they're all dealing with unprecedented. You need to realize that you can't, you can't negotiate with economic terrorists. And yes, the Democratic Party, just like the Republicans, are economic terrorists because they make decisions on a day-to-day -day basis that allow people to die. They make decisions on a day-to-day -day basis that allow people to go hungry. They're making decisions on a day-to-day -day basis to give to the rich and screw the poor. What do you call that? Millions of people live in day-to-day -day fear because they don't have health care or they can't afford the health care. They can't afford an education. They don't know if they're going to be able to pay their rent this month. They don't know if they're going to be able to pay the electricity. They don't know if they're going to be able to cover their kids' medical bills. They don't know if they're going to be able to even send their kid to college, groceries, you name it. You can't negotiate with people that are not, don't have the best interest of working people. Joe Biden does not have the best interest of working people when he says, let's expand Obamacare. He has the best interest of Wall Street donors and big pharma donors who are going to flood his money with campaign because he's going to put, he's going to fix the Band-Aid. Obamacare was a Band-Aid for a gunshot wound. So it's time to go to war with Nancy Pelosi. It's time to go to war with Steny Hoyer. It's time to go to war with Dick Durbin. It's time to go to war with Chuck Schumer. You're not going to defeat Mitch McConnell if you have basically, if you're playing tug of war, if, if life and politics is a tug of war, if Mitch McConnell and all the Republicans are on one side, the, Demo the corporate Democratic Party are basically kind of in the middle towards Mitch McConnell's side, and you're working against both of them, 
there's four people on the progressive side and an army on the right side, Republicans here, corporate Democrats here, AOC over there, who's going to win that tug of war? But you have to get in the game and fight. I don't want to see tweets from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez anymore. I want her to do a press conference with the capital P progressives calling out Nancy Pelosi, saying you are letting the country burn and sink by not immediately calling for a Green New Deal. And by the way, I don't even think the Green New Deal goes far enough. If you read it, we don't have time for a public-private partnership. We've tried this dance. Obamacare is a public-private partnership. I don't trust private-private um, companies to do the right thing unless they see major dollars in it. Okay, so I think we need a government plan with government funds. Worry about the debt later. The, co the country and the world is going to burn and sink. It already is. These earthquakes are, uh, are, are, are happening rapidly because of geothermal fracking, the flooding, climate change, wildfires, climate change, Everglades in Florida, climate change. So how many times does Nancy Pelosi have to take a poop on progressives head before they're going to stop playing nice and start getting real? It just stole that from the real world, MTV. It's time to go to war, and you have the people on your side. You have the people on your side. And part of this, honestly, part of this is when you look at Elizabeth Warren versus Bernie Sanders, it's the same exact thing. Now, I think Elizabeth Warren is more progressive on economics than Nancy Pelosi. But who do I trust to fight the corporate Democratic establishment as president as hard as they're going to fight the, the Republican establishment, Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren. All you got to do is read WikiLeaks to see the deals Elizabeth Warren was making with Hillary Clinton's campaign in 2015, before Hillary Clinton even announced. Warren and her campaign were angling to get meetings with the Clinton people because Warren was trying to get maximum leverage because, frankly, she thought Clinton was going to win, and she was probably trying to get a spot in her administration. That's the truth. That's the truth.